course. No, I was just thinking of the date I had to practice. Sorry, I was practicing in my head. Oh nine, oh nine. Yeah, I know, I know. I was gonna say it exactly. Very, very difficult. All those different numbers to remember. I know. That's what I laughed when I said, "Oh, of course." The year is oh nine. The month is oh nine, and the day is oh nine. What about the time? And unfortunately, it's not. Yeah, and earlier today was it was oh nine oh nine and oh nine seconds, and you're wasting away on the north coast with amigo Schmo, Scott, <laughs> Mike, and Mickey, oh, okay. and welcome back to our home away from home. Actually, where more episodes have been recorded than any other location, and that's Zodiac Racket Club. Yeah. We're back Ooh, again, Michigan. We're back at Zodiac for the for the fall. Winter, beginning of spring, that kind of thing. With the lovely Jennifer. Say hi. Hello, people. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, all my fans. Hello, all my fans. It's Jennifer after dark. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, we might yeah. just sit back and let you take over. <laughs> yes. It's holding his own production meeting. This thing is such a big story, but it's. I didn't do. Uh, well, there's not that much news. No, the Walter Conkright thing is pretty big. Yeah, but I mean that was that was already announced. It just happened, but we've well, already say the story that he shared about the eerie. We've uh, yeah, we talked about it, but today was the day where they had the uh, memorial for Walter Cronkite and Jimmy sang "Son of a Son of a Sailor" and shared a story with the uh, what Ma- it was funny. Max all dressed up <laughs> in a like a suit or something. Oh, really? At least he had a tie on. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, uh, they repeated the uh, Jimmy Fallon um, interview on Monday, Labor Day, and they actually, Jimmy Fallon actually asked if Jimmy Buffett has a tie, and Jimmy Buffett says he's got two, but he never wears them. <laughs> so there's your proof. But Mac had like a tie on, and, and the guy on percussion, I think he's the guy from Grateful Dead or whatever. Really? Yeah, it Mickey looked like, Hart. It looked like he was playing a desk drawer. <laughs> it's, it's exactly what it is. Drawers oh. and boxes. There's different sizes. It's a Cuban drum. And it's, it's one of those boxes we've seen at the art. People, they sit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Mickey Hart, I think that's his name, and he is, from, I think, from Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. And he's playing it, and I think he's playing a bass yeah, Cuban drum. So that there's a name. bottom drawer. Yeah, but it, they, like there's different sizes, stuff. and the base one you could sit on. The other ones you can't, and it, they're basically... And the the Cuban name is... Uh, I'm sorry, the Cuban name, I think, for the instrument means drawer. It's funny that you said that. I uh, just briefly saw the video before I showed up here, so I didn't actually get a chance to look at it. But apparently, Scott, he told a story? Yes. Okay. Yeah, bring it... Uh, in in Buffett World, they quoted him, and then when you go to the video, he's just finishing the story, oh. and they had the, the he said like four words, and they had then the quote one of the words wrong, but <laughs> I, I mean basically he's talking about Ed Bradley sent Jimmy to Walter to ask him if it was okay if Ed could go on sixty minutes with the earring. Oh, and of course Walter said I don't care as long as the story is good. <laughs> he can have an earring. He goes and if I was on sixty minutes with an earring, I'd wear a a big dangly one. Of course, when Buffett told us he was just finishing the story, it says a hanging earring on the, on the quotes. But no, Buffett's a dangly one, but he went into Walter Cronkite's one of those guys when you say, when you quote him, you have to change your voice 
Not oh, yeah. like you're doing impression, but it's kind of like Walter Cronkite's one of those icons, like Beauchamp. Everybody always changes their voice. It's funny. And he was like, I wear one of those dangly ones. And he got a little a laugh, and then he went into Son of a Son of a Sailor. It was, it was, you know, it was like quiet, and it was nice, actually. But I haven't been watching all the memorial services that have been on TV lately. Not one second. And the whole Michael Jackson stuff, I didn't see anything ever. They should come out with it's a box so nice. set. Memorial services of summer 2009. <laughs> a 13 DVD set. <laughs> It'll be on Woot next year. <laughs> Here's an old news story about Plum TV, which is a TV channel devoted to resorts and resort hotels. And Jimmy Buffett was one of the backers. And they, he and several others contributed $20 million. Plum TV produces live local shows as well as branded entertainment. It also sells local and national video ads, email, and custom sponsorships. It's akin to the video version of glossy local magazines like Niche Media's Hamptons or Ocean Drive. So there you go. That's one of the ways Jimmy is spending our money foolishly. Here's a, uh, here's a, a website of quotations, one of which is by Jimmy Buffett. And the quote that they quote is... It takes no more time to see the good side of life than it takes to see the bad. And what does that remind you of, Mike? It takes more muscles to grin than it does to smile. Yeah. <laughs> is that a pose game? Yeah. It is a pose game. <laughs> that's, a, that's an old quote from our college days from Dan Pose Gay. <laughs> and there's another one. When you do the uh, Dan voice, yeah. Yeah, Dan is one of those you, you always do. You guys always do. Yeah, we talked about this. Yes. It's, it, it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool when Buffett was doing the Walter Cronkite voice, which didn't necessarily, it wasn't an impression of Walter Cronkite, it was a characterization or something. And the American Songwriter site at americansongwriter.com has the top ten drinking songs. It's split into four parts, and Jimmy is in part three at song number four. What song do you guys think it is? Why don't we get drunk? Or just Margaritaville. The obvious choice is Margaritaville, but I would have thought it would be ranked much higher. It's Margaritaville. Okay. For top ten drinking songs. I think this list sucks. Um, I guess we could go go through it quickly. Their number ten is Tom Waits. The piano has been drinking, not me, an evening with Pete King. That's number ten. Number nine is Chug a Lug by Roger Miller. Yep. Red Red Wine by UB40. Not Neil Diamond. Whiskey in the Jar, a traditional Irish song, is number yeah, seven. That. That's a great song. Number six, Brass Monkey by Beastie Boys, which would actually cause me to drink if I heard it, so I guess it fits. I didn't know that was about drinking. Number five a has a similar reaction what? with me. <laughs> yeah, it's a great no. song. I don't See, think it qualifies. Brass it's monkey, it's a recording, it's not a song. <laughs> Yes, yes, so that, that was my point. I know what it is. Number five, Gin and Juice by Snoop Dogg. I like that song. Laid back. Sipping on gin and juice. Got my mind and my money and my money and my mind. Number four, Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. Number three, Whiskey River by Willie Nelson. Number two, There's a Tear in My Beer by Hank Williams. Oh, Hank And... Okay, here's number one. Tequila by the Champs. Can't hurt it. 
I don't know. I there's there gotta be better drink. mentions or anything. No, there there gotta be better drinking songs. See, when you said drinking songs, then I just think of Long Times Jukebox, <laughs> Long Times Bar or something, yeah. and like Why Don't We Get Drunk was on there. You know, all these weird song, asshole song, all that stuff. But I guess those aren't drinking songs. They're just neighborhood dive bar songs. And here's a, here's a cool story from the Homer Horizon, and I have no idea where this originates or why it's called Homer Horizon. During a recent downtown visit with her family, self-proclaimed parrothead Lynette Harms and her family stumbled upon Margaritaville's very own Jimmy Buffett. They went to uh, the shore of Lake Michigan to watch the Jets practice for the air and water show. We were walking down Lakeshore Drive, and next thing we knew, we were standing next to Jimmy Buffett, but no one else knew it was him. I introduced myself to him, and we ended up talking to him for 15 to 20 minutes. We had been at the concert at Toyota Park, and he asked us what he thought of the show and if we enjoyed ourselves, and we told him how we decorated our minivan like a shark for the show. He was really nice, and he even posed for a photo with us. I can't believe nobody in Chicago would know what Buffett looks like for crying out loud. But uh, she goes on to talk about, the, or the article goes on to talk about how Parrot Head's uh, tailgate for hours turning a parking lot to a makeshift beach party complete with wine shirts and games. Buffett doesn't play at a venue unless there is tailgating allowed, she added. Except for? And that's for Scott. I, I quoted that for Scott's benefit. Yeah, right. Because he's already talked about his hatred of Riverbend. And... Uh, Ms. Harms added that a friend of mine told me it was good karma to meet him. The family ended up having a great time at the second show, especially the kids. That would be the uh, second Chicago show, because he did one on consecutive Saturdays. Yeah, were we, were we in between? Yeah. Yes. yeah. So it's like, she needed a friend of hers to tell her that it's good karma to meet Jimmy Buffett? I mean, isn't that obvious? <laughs> it's not like it happens that frequently that you take it for granted. Yeah. Someone told her it was good karma. Yeah, we had our doubts, but someone <laughs> doesn't tune into this show. Who is an expert in such things? Yeah, it was probably a good show. thing that you met the celebrity that you paid to see the other night. You actually met him in person and got a chance to for some, you know, FaceTime for fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah. It was probably a good thing. Kind of cool. Looking back on it, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a bad. It's all right. It's not a bad experience. Yeah, well, there's a name for this. Maybe good. <laughs> I think good would be the name. The adjective I would give this. Not bad. Good. But the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. If only there was a word to describe the opposite of bad. I'm <laughs> ripping some lady. <laughs> so what do you guys got? Well, we have uh, college football started this weekend, and Mike and I were in attendance for Michigan's home game against Western Michigan. Hail One of the directional the schools. Victors, well, we uh, we went to Michigan's victory against Western Michigan, but we knew going in and posted on our website too that. Michigan Marching Band's first halftime show of the year would be uh, Jimmy Buffett theme or Jimmy Buffett songs, and, and it was—I mean, it was cool to find that out. Karma or something no, like because that, right there. this no, is no, the first, you know. It. I don't care what anybody says, right there. Twenty-seven years I sat had season tickets with 
our uh, our late fallen colleague Greg. Um, this was the first game without him. It was a very emotional day. It was like a funeral home wake again. He had to tell people for the first time we sit with people for 20 years, but we only know a few of them that we keep in touch. We just see each other at games, and these people. Some people immediately grab me and go, hey, where's your buddy? He's late again, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I had to tell these people. And uh, I was with Greg's brother, Gary, and uh, we had a line up the aisle. It was like, it was weird. And uh, What do you yeah, mean what, you had a line up the aisle? Uh, uh, just receiving line. People waiting to get, just give their condolences. Yeah. And some people just, just losing it. And uh, But anyway, the, the, the whole point of the, the halftime show was Jimmy Buffett and we Greg and I have talked about it when are they ever going to do a Buffett halftime we've show we've talked about this for years yeah this we've all talked about this times and uh, Greg on board especially yeah so because other schools have done it I mean we've heard like uh, was it Arizona, it Arizona State? State that you yeah they've got it on CD they yeah. recorded it on CD so and if you do YouTube YouTube searches there are a number of college bands that so yeah, only makes sense. And we've discussed, you know, wouldn't that be cool? And they could do it. They could do a halftime show totally devoted to Buffett. You know, haha, that'd be great. Not never taking it seriously like they would actually do it. And here we go to kick off the season. So it was just, it was weird. It was like Greg was watching. Yeah. And and I watch the halftime shows. I don't leave my seat yeah, definitely during not during halftime. It's too crowded. And I've only left my seat recently in my old age when I can't make it through a game without going to the bathroom. But there was a time I went through a 10-year period of not missing a play or a note played by the band. And I'd be in my seat for every single second. And so Greg and I were also fans of the band. And it was just, just wild that they played that. And I, I, I did take little videos with the camera of the songs. I, I tried as well. I had a, had a camera up there, and, uh, but it kept stopping on. Like there'd be a delay before it would start, and I wouldn't think that it started, so I'd hit the button again, and that would stop. And I'd get in this cycle where I couldn't actually get it to go. <laughs> and then the songs start near your yeah, songs in there. And I, and I missed the beginnings of the songs because I tried to put them on three different files, and there was four different songs. And uh, uh, he played. They started with Margaritaville, right? Yep, Margaritaville, Volcano, and then, and then Volcano. Finn's Burger. Yes, the Finn's real short, and then right into Cheeseburger. And we have the practice videos from YouTube on their site. The announcer wasn't in those, right? Right. Probably so, not. Yeah, so we have the announcer talking. Yeah. So that was cool. And they, uh, now, see. I was like on the opposite side of the press box, so I had the backs turned to me the whole time. But I could see my seats were up high. So I could see the formations that they uh, that they made, but it just wasn't as loud to me as it could have been because they weren't facing my way. Yeah, and I'm, I hear, so, I, I lose them sometimes, but the audio is not too bad for where I sit. But I am looking at the press box. I'm in the corner of the end zone, and I'm lower. I can't really see the formations. Now, during fins, they didn't do shark fin, did they? They did. Oh, was it a shark yeah. fin, and they had water? A number of shark fins, yeah. Oh, it was. Unless they were waves. I thought they were waves. But they were, like, definite. I thought they were fins. Maybe they had numbers. And well, they, they were moving around. But they, they didn't supposedly go did the uh, big glass formation during Margaritaville because they mentioned that in the newsletter. But, yeah, I, but I couldn't tell. Eye out. I couldn't make up. Oh, the really? Way. They say keep an eye out for the glass yeah, formation yeah. in Margaritaville. But again, it's hard for me to see the formations. I'm pretty low. See, there was a I formation. I couldn't tell that it was a glass though. I was looking for it. And and I don't believe you know I didn't look at the scoreboard if they were showing the formations. 
on the scoreboard. I was just looking at, the, in fact, I know, that's, the uh, it gets me mad. I don't know if they do. They might have, I think they show the formations, and I should have looked at the scoreboard. Oh, well. Well, that was, uh, and so we knew it, we knew it going in, because we, you know, the emails were flying around, it was on the, on the websites and stuff. We knew it going in, but it was just so cool to, to finally see it unfold right there in, in front of you. Yeah. You know, after all these it years was, of talking about it. It was just cool and the, there were tons of people still in the in the stadium. Not, you know, there was still a lot of people there, and it didn't get as big a response as I. Hoped. Yeah, the students weren't with like fins to the left, and it's, there was anybody. I did shark jaws at him for Greg. <laughs> Nobody did around me. Nobody did fins to the left, fins to the right. No, did no, they? no. I didn't see anybody doing that. Right but I sit in. I did. I sit in the older folks side. Yeah. <laughs> There's, yeah, there's you do. Not, he sits up high, and yeah. it's old, higher you are, the older it is. It's not. Uh, Which hence Mike's spot in the <laughs> last row. <laughs> I fit right in. But I didn't see anybody doing the moves or anything. No. Now, Cheeseburger got a pretty decent response. Yeah, yeah, Cheeseburger got some. When they announced that was a song, they all clapped like crazy. So they knew the stuff. The students, the students rule on stuff like this, so... You have to gauge them, and uh, and thanks to D. Williams for uh, providing me the newsletter that I can't get unless I donate again to the band, and I can't afford it right now. And she gets the newsletter, so she's supplying me with the weekly updates. And she's excited because this week it's Neil Diamond, as they mentioned. And they played piped in Neil Diamond with the new sound system. It sounds good, but they started to take away from the marching band this year, and this isn't Buffety, but. They're playing other songs. We'll see if Buffett ends up on the playlist. But I don't like using source music. Holy crap. But they sure liked hearing Sweet Caroline. Right. Which, you know, I can hear that anywhere. This is all bar. It's all late night bar music. Now, they have a thing that they do with the band. Is it like halftime where they announce, they give a list of four songs that you could text your choice? What song you want to hear the band play between the third and fourth quarter? Brass they didn't Monty. do that, did they? They did. Oh, I didn't know. And um, <laughs> Margaritaville was a choice. Oh, I didn't know that. It was, and I texted, so you didn't know it. So it was probably your fault that they oh, it, you, it lost. You texted me, ha, Emville. Yes. And I thought it. it was just a text that came in late. No, no, that was it. It was for that. And it was it was Michael Jackson's Thriller. I think it was, um, it might have been the Neil Diamond song. Margaritaville, and then some uh, other song, some other stupid songs. And uh, crap, I can't, I can't remember what that fourth song was. But bottom line, and I'm there texting away. You know, I'm sending in my my vote for Margaritaville, and and what do you think wins? Thriller. There you have. It. Thriller wins. Yeah, I remember they're playing Thriller. What? Seriously, Mike. There is an obsession. There's no way Buffett could beat Michael Jackson juggernaut. I know, I know. But but there was a Buffett. You can't compare. You can't compare putting your hands, your palms together over your head with the zombie dance. Seriously, Margarita will show up later, maybe. Because they'll use songs they've learned. Yeah, they've already got them down. Yeah, they're gonna use them again. But still, come on. What is the fascination, though? Seriously, I understand the guy died. But, okay, I, the last three Fridays, I've been DJing at Park Colony, right? I set up my little booth at the tennis court, and, the, you know, all the little kids come up and request music. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, 
every three songs has to be a Michael Jackson mm-hmm. song, or they're up there. Yeah. I mean... No, you hear them all the time. I can't understand. I didn't hear Michael Jackson for 22 years, 23 years. Now, oh, I heard. every freaking yeah. dance... Well, they play Thriller DJ, before. The bands played it like last and year. And the kids know all the freaking moves. But these are like eight, anywhere from five to ten-year-olds. I swear to God. Five to ten-year-olds. They know the fucking Thriller dance video by heart. And beat right, it. Their parents. Their parents, exactly. And all those students. The same I thought it was that prison video. It, so that's what they know. The thing is, it's that prison I, video on YouTube. I grew up with Michael Jackson, and I I mean, and I don't hate his music. I, I appreciate it. I mean, you know, you know, I mean, that was my generation. But I don't understand how the kids got obsessed with it. I didn't grow up with it, and I hate it. Yeah. And there you go. But I mean, you're, you're, you're asking the wrong person to for any kind of defense. We had this whole antagonistic <laughs> thing, you know, Michael Jackson. I hate Michael Jackson. I was Jackson, I was Jackson over with, I was over Thriller days. back in '83. <laughs> Nick, was, Nick was the chairman of the I hate Michael Jackson. Fan yeah, club. and my next door neighbor said that said would turn out to be Mickey. <laughs> she still can't look at Mickey. She's still embarrassed to be anywhere near Mickey. Because I corrected the did, yeah. I yeah. Corrected the so instead of the instead of talking to the points she was trying to bring up, he just made fun of her grammar and spelling <laughs> and humiliated her. He <laughs> to the point where she she can't and then it, she couldn't believe it's a guy that's on the street, lives on her street. But here we are back in college. This goes back to the 80s, and we're obviously Buffett fans, and then we had this whole Michael Jackson. Shoved down your throat every on. single second exactly. of it. You, you want to you stick up for Michael, don't you? I do love Michael. <laughs> You're a Michael fan? I am. We were a little yeah. bitter back then. We're still yeah. bitter now. I'm still bitter. I, I am, I am and I just need a reminder God, this, this weekend people. how bitter I really am. I am very bitter. Because here they go head to head, and once again, oh, Buffett yeah. loses. It was good kind of music for what it was, but yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, but I'm still so focusing on the bus. Once or twice a day. Hey, you know, Thriller and Fans kind of sound the same. Doing it's it's amazing how no, 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 easy it is no, to no, do. They kind of do. Not him. Buffett wrote Fins first. And then you try to leave something. He had like a seven-year lead on, don't make on me, Thriller. Don't make so yeah, get on there. Yes, be my friend. I think Thriller is a ripoff of Fins. Excuse now that I think about it, now though. that I run the songs through my head side by side. <laughs> no, the bass line. God. See? And he's got the dance move, but instead yeah. of hands over your head, he's, he's doing a little uh, Schroeder zombie dance that he so stole from la, la, Charlie Brown la, Christmas. La, la, la. Don't ruin the song for me. Shark Jaws Adam and Zombies. Michael Jackson. What a thief. <laughs> How do you get to see so, people are One of his anyway. most popular songs from Jimmy Buffett. Are alive right and now? Jimmy Buffett is such a great and guy that, that he never sued or anything. Are we doing this? Then why not? Are we doing a joke? Yeah, yes. why not? We did this already. A joke? It's I, calling I mean, for you to be topless. Did we do this already? <gasps> we like when hot girls swear. Bastard. <laughs> That's all you. How many do you have? I have one. Oh, I gave it to him to read. Oh, he can read the narrator. Oh. <laughs> it's a stupid joke. It was just for an emergency like this. A blonde with red ears went to her doctor who asked what happened. I was ironing a shirt when the phone rang. Instead of picking up the phone, I accidentally picked up the iron and stuck it to my ear. Oh dear. What happened to your other ear? The son of a bitch called back. <laughs> Nobody says son of a bitch like 
<laughs> like <Somebody> Jennifer. <laughs> it's the Italian. In me. She has the son of a bitch a, fish. There's, yeah. a, there's an implied dope slap yeah. with every son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. The son of a bitch. Oh, it comes right from her diaphragm. It's, it's, some people are just born to say certain words. <laughs> <laughs>